This is Earspoon, your home for the shit you're thinking anyway. Hey everybody, this is Fish. I'm Steve. And this is the Earspoon. Found at theearspoon.com, brought to you by Mocha Joe's. Fine, mm. fine roasting that they do there. I just inhaled some of that. Did you? Yeah. How was it? It was delicious. Tasty always, as always. Reliably delicious. Exactly. You can even order order your own coffee online at mochajoes.com. Uh, fair trade. So oh, yeah. that means they treat the people well. Yep. Unlike other people who don't do that as well and as they, they hand, do. They hand polish every bean. Every single bean yep. right before they roast it. Yeah. And after. Right. Okay, I made some that part that, up. I don't some, wanna... some of that, some of that is not <laughs> part after. of the process. <laughs> they, uh, wow, except, these beans taste hand polished. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> that's a spit shine, son. Not FDA approved. All right, that, that went down a, uh, a a rabbit hole. Um, you know, we were uh, we were chit chatting about what we were going to chit chat about today, and we sort of boiled it down to you know, I mean. We can touch upon the Sarah Sanders having to step down sure. thing. Uh, we can touch upon the Kellyanne Conway needing to step down thing, uh, <laughs> and yes. and all of that. But uh, the overarching, I think, theme of today's podcast is the uh, act locally, think globally. Yeah, um, yeah, and I. That's a good topic because I have mixed feelings about it. To be honest with you, okay. Um, and well, I'll just launch into it. While I think that's always been true, and I think that as an adage, it certainly makes a lot of sense. You know, as Gandhi said, paraphrasing, you know, just you know, sweep your own stoop and make sure that's okay. If everybody make, takes care of what their thing is, right. then it has a ripple effect and so forth. But I sometimes wonder, from deep down in the volcano, are any of us being heard? In the, for example, we're looking at a country that's overrun by, and I quite literally would say run by a wanton minority of loony people. Yep. Meaning that most of the country is not conservative Republican. Most of the country is not anything close to that. Matter of fact, it's fairly progressive if you if you really pull it and it has been pulled. Um, and this is what we find. In the in the middle of all of this, we've got a a, a Senate run by uh, Republicans and conservatives. And I'm, I'm not I want to get outside of the party piece of this, but just simply saying Yes, act locally, but is it just spitting in the ocean? Are we at the point where when we lean into this, we here in this town are like many other towns <clears throat> dealing with opiate, opioid uh, abuse and the ramifications of that economically, homelessness, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Like, so we can lean into that. We can act locally, and we should, and we do. Right. But then when you look at the larger thing, it's like, you know, like how do we turn off the machine that's making this stuff? In other words, what if in a local you know, community like ours, we didn't have to deal with homelessness, mm-hmm. we didn't have to deal with poverty, right. opioids, right. et cetera, mm-hmm. what would we be dealing with? Well, we would certainly be dealing with something, but let, let's just dial it back to <clears throat> where we lived 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Now, it wasn't that we were living in this complete, you know, bucolic, utopic place oh, that was uh, yeah. that was devoid of any sort of a problem. I mean, certainly every community, for, as far as there have been communities, have had some sort of a problem. But we've been able to kind of come to the table and discuss said problems and come to a, a resolve. Right now, everything is so, such at a flashpoint 
um, where things get resolved or don't get resolved on social media all the time. Well, you know, yeah. one one rabid rabbit hole tweet uh, will just send you know, millions of people into a into a downward spin without doing any sort of research behind what the problem is. So when you act locally, all right, and you try to push that agenda to a to a global platform. I think you can set an example, or at least you have the choice, uh, uh, or you, you you have this this thing that you can show the world saying, hey, I don't know that this will work in your community. It worked in ours. Right. I yeah. mean, maybe we should take a look at it. And somebody says, well, that would work, but we would need to paint it blue. Right. Because we don't like green here. And we're different from you. And, and we're right. different, but that basically will work only if it's painted blue. And again, I mean, you know, those are very generic. Things. Well, you know as well as I do, it was Utah that had a 91 or 92 percent reduction rate in homelessness when they adapted adopted uh, the housing first model, basically giving people homes. Right. Uh, it's cheaper than doing what they were doing, and that look at the the efficacy of that, and that needs to. That's a local. You know, it's concentrated in Utah, and other places have done it as well. Seattle, I believe, or somewhere in the Pacific yeah. Northwest. It works, and it works in those communities in their particular ways. It isn't like a cookie cutter that says, then bring that here, do it exactly like that, and it'll work as well. Right, because it has to get paid for, and I know that dealing with uh, things on a one-to-one level. Look, our system on so many levels is is an imperfect system, right? You think? You know? <laughs> so th- there are a lot of ways that you could streamline this, cut costs, and 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 even help more people by cutting costs on certain things. You can you can apply money. The the buying people homes things is a, is a great idea, um, and as, it's cheaper. That's the point. It, it is. It can be cheaper, but then the mentality. And again, you know, so you're only dealing with like you know five percent of the people who will just sort of take that cheap home and run it into a, a yeah. into some sort of a a cracked in hell hole. Right. Right. And and that. And that becomes that that becomes the 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 flashpoint, the lightning rod, right? Uh, to how the whole thing needs to be dealt with. Now, in order to have people appreciate these homes that they're given, there are there are these um, these tiny home things that have popped up. The these small yes. little kind of, for lack of a better term, a commune. Um, where the, these people who are homeless have been given tiny homes, yeah. and everybody on this uh, on this plot of land um, are given jobs uh, that will give them ownership and some pride in this community that they are trying to build, and and also they understand that when they can afford to leave. Mm-hmm. That they can leave, and then that home will be turned over to somebody else who needs it. Mm-hmm. So it's it's sort of a, a it's like a home based recycling thing, and it's a it's a brilliant program. But then there are people who uh, have say you know who will say, well, you can't ask these people to do this. They've been marginalized their whole lives, mm-hmm. and that is a true statement. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry, at some point in time, you have to take ownership of 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 these things, and I think that. These local programs, these programs that pop up locally, we take a look at on a global platform, mm-hmm. and like this this conversation because this thing is happening. And I don't, I wish I could, I wish I could give credit to the first community that did it. Yeah. I want to say it was like out in the Midwest, uh, oddly enough. Yeah, I can't recall either. But uh, so mm-hmm. there, there is one situation where somebody acted locally, mm-hmm. and now people are saying, well, that would work here because you're right. It costs. 
twenty thousand uh, dollars to bounce a person from a hotel room to a couch to a overflow yeah. shelter to that. Yeah. But it would cost them cost us five thousand dollars just to put them in a stable tiny home. Right. With some with some services to support. With them. some services to support them. Right. Get them up and running. Look, no, I don't think anybody wants to be homeless. Right. I don't think anybody wants to be addicted to opioids. I don't think anybody wants to, you know, who who is growing up. Um, boys want to be firemen and, and police officers, not not crackheads and and, so and homeless girls. people. So do girls. Well, yeah, but you know what I'm saying. I didn't, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, and, yeah, and, I know and you, you know, and 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 girls want to, you know, they, they live to make the sandwiches. No, oh, I mean, oh, 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 you can write to fish at the earspoon.com. <laughs> Uh, but you, you know what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, I think certain children have have desires, and I don't think that they desire to be that Homeless, person. No. no, it's it's evidence of some brokenness and some harm, and usually some trauma. Right. And and I agree with you wholeheartedly in in many parts of that. My concern, and I'll play devil's advocate for a minute, is we're busy putting out fires that are being lit by people. Right. <laughs> so yeah, when we like, for example, someone. I had this, again, I'm doing my best to not have these conversations, but I have them anyway. But when people are arguing about Medicare for all, which I think is many steps short of what we should be doing, which is nationalized health care. If you're hurt, you go in, you get it fixed. Well, maybe we'll take 20 bucks from you, but go in and get, you know, you have cancer. Of course, come in. Let's take care of that. Right. But while, while we're spending $634 billion a year on the military, which is equal to the next 10 countries combined... And people are saying, oh, we can't afford to make sure that people are healthy. But but they do it in all these other countries. You know, they don't spend as much money on the military. But we're so I'm saying the larger umbrella issue is like, why are we spending this time fighting one another about issues of do you live in a home? Do you have food to eat? Can you fix your broken body? Fundamentals. Right. And we're fighting these fights because we there's not enough this and there's not enough that. What if and I say not what if, but there is. Plenty of freaking money. Yeah, There's plenty of money. Oh, we're and about to we're, we're 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 about to wage another war. This is what I'm we're, saying. We're, how are we paying for that? So, so we got. I mean, this could all be fixed with a couple of Kardashians. You know, like on some level. I'm joking, of course. But you take them. People say, "Well, how are we ever going to pay for that? You, you liberals are just going to tax us to death. Yeah. Like tax so, and spend liberals. Right. So if you don't like your taxes going to things that you don't support. Why do you support your money going to billionaires getting tax cuts? Why do you support tax cuts and tax rebates for billion-dollar corporations? So bottom line is, again, this is an old and tired argument. I get it. But there is plenty of money. There is plenty of money to solve major social ills, and we choose to not do it. Right. And so, yes, act locally. But when somebody is crimping your hose and saying, like, how come I can't water my garden? And they're saying, well, because we're rerouting that that water over here because we need it in our gated community. Um, forgive me, but fuckity fuck you. Like, people are dying. And we're at each other's throats, liberals, conservatives, et cetera, saying, like, oh, we can't afford this. We can't afford that. We can afford all of it. It's supposedly the richest country in the world, I would argue that. But we have more than enough resources. We choose not to. And yep. that is a level of evil. It is a level of evil. And, you know, we uh, in my last fables, we uh, which is a monthly storytelling thing that I do here. Uh, on Happy a anniversary. Level. Thank you. Yep. One year anniversary. We did good versus evil. Mm -hmm. And I talked specifically about my own personal situation where uh, the corporation that I worked for operated uh, uh, from this basket of evil, but which is legal. 
It's legal yes. evil. <laughs> legal and applauded by some. <laughs> right. You know, where you can basically just say, hey, it doesn't matter. You yeah. know what? We're just going to fire everybody. We're going to throw more of that. We're going to throw all that money to the bottom line, and we're going to give uh, our, our our shareholders and our, and our CEO a bigger payoff at the end right. of the year. Yeah. And that's what makes us happy, and we don't give a shit about you. Yeah. So- um, how does that bring this bring this thing? Let's bring this thing back though to yes, to acting please. locally. I mean, so that's not that that's something that on a larger level. So I acted locally and I said, you know what, feck half. I'm not <laughs> I'm not doing it. Yeah. So I acted locally with that decision. Now, how, does that affect everything globally? Well, you know, I I have to say that other people will see me take this stand. Mm-hmm. And maybe they become a little braver. Mm-hmm. And then that goes out and just says, you know, when you see uh, something inherently wrong, you don't support that thing anymore. Yeah. You don't put your heart and soul into that thing anymore. Oh, I agree with you completely. The difficulty with that is, and I'm not knocking it by any stretch of the imagination, but I have many, if not too many times in this life, taken a principled stance and taken a shot to the face for it. Right. So taken economic hits, lost jobs because I wouldn't participate in things I thought were, were morally reprehensible. You know, and so the answer is shut up and go along. Right. Shut up and go along with this. And people do, I dare say. They do so, it all the time. Right. So so individual inspiration, it can only take one person. And you've right. seen it from the Rosa Parksing of the world. Like it there's more to that story, but we'll leave that out for now. Right. But it can, you know, sometimes a single point of inspiration can start an entire event going on. Cairo, like in Egypt, there was some guy posted a Facebook thing and said, "Hey, what if we had a revolution?" And it worked. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, yes, please act locally. But uh, and I also think the other piece is act your own truth, act your own sense of morals. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? when, when you act locally, I mean, you can't just, you know, I mean. Pick up a tin can. You can. I, I'll take that back. You can pick up a tin can, and then there's that pay it forward thing where somebody sees you do it. Well, well, he did that, so I should pick this piece of garbage up. Yeah. And you know, getting back to the sweeping the, of the stoop, right? Where right. if everybody just does everything, then we live in a perfect world. Right. It'll never be a perfect world. No. But if if we take a step back and look at things like a homeless problem, a hunger problem, a panhandling problem, an opioid problem. Um, maybe we can. Maybe there is the simplest thing yeah. that somebody hasn't thought of yet that will fix this whole thing. Yeah, and I think, and we're seeing succeeding generations have a little bit more. Uh, a, on the one hand, lack of patience for some of the bullshit we've been, pro- you know, promoting prior to their birth, right. and also a sense of inspiration and hope of we can actually make things different if you all would get out of the fucking way. Right. And the truth of the matter is, like that sense of can do, I find it, you know, wildly inspiring. There's a part of me always that says, I don't think the species is really able to pull this this tailspin out. And it may just be the end of yet another species since 99% of all species has gone extinct. Right. But I also see great hope in people that say, you know what? This is not okay. This this way we are in the world is simply not okay. Frankly, this the trumping, the the conservative overreach, the the disparity of income, I think that's a death rattle of something. The system, as we're seeing, it, the system of predatory capitalism is collapsing on itself. And the, the need and want and demand of socialistic and sh- let's just call it fair 
uh, treatment of the bulk of the people on the earth is starting to get more and more. You see it in Hong Kong right now. People are saying, you know what? No, this is not okay with us. And they showed up in the literal millions. And then and the government said, oh, sorry about that. We're going to maybe not do that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? there's that. There's that. Yeah. So that's local, but it's global. Right. And that's somebody saying, yeah, no, you can't do that. And then two more and 10 more and 200 and 2,000 more. Look, I, I think people are, are really getting, uh, you know, getting pissed off. And, and you know, we said we would touch on it. Now seems like a good time to bring it in mm. to the conversation. Somebody like Sarah Huckabee Sanders, uh, you know, who is no longer the thing. But now, and it's not that she's stepping down for any other reason than she's going to run for governor. She wants to spend more time lying to her kids. Right? I mean, that's just it, right? (laughs) We we, we talked about that meme. She's dressed up. She's dressed up as a McDonald's worker, and and the yeah. meme says, "Would you like Would you like some lies with that?" Nice. Uh, you know, and that's funny. And then the Kellyanne Conway, um, you know, they're trying to get rid of her and, and pick away, and and you know, I, that's all well and good. You're just sort yeah. of acting a little bit on this local level, but I mean, that's got to have global impact. I mean, I'm that, pretty sure it was Kellyanne Conway I saw pop out of John Hurt's chest and the alien. <laughs> There's no question about it. Yeah. Only that, that the alien in that seemed a little bit better fed. A little more reasonable. <laughs> a, little bit more, yeah, a little kinder. That, that one seemed kinder. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but, but, it's, but it's debilitating and it's, and it's paralyzing for people too to see how many times have you seen a headline that said, oh, this one's really going to get Trump. You know, or this one's oh, really gonna, and, right. you know. So for people who are activated and motivated and want to be part of a change in the world for the betterment of of people, they see a perpetual win by the worst people in the world yeah. repeatedly. Mitch McConnell. Oh, I mean, Mitch go down the I mean, list. You, the, the whole thing, the the, the the John Stewart having to beg and plead for funding for the nine eleven victims. Yeah. Pretty right? moving, yeah. I mean, it was it was moving. It certainly, um, you know, there there were definitely, uh, and I, I can't, I'm trying not to say the word theatrics, but they because they weren't theatrics, they were genuine. Yeah, but but he know, knows the camera. But he, he knows, knows the camera, yeah. and and he he gets it, and he knows where to you know where to punctuate uh, and and how to enunciate and where to enunciate. Um, but he's doing it because he's fucking people. Genuinely yeah. need this fucking help, right? And then they don't show up, right? <laughs> That's the worst of it, right? And then, and then it still hasn't been approved yet. Yeah. And yeah. as you said, these people just don't care. They don't. And there's a there's a sociopathic, heartless component to so much of this. And I would argue, and I do, that that bleeds into the conservative mindset, the Republican Party, that says. I don't have to care about that. I don't have to care about you. What does that have to do about do with me and my needs? So for those of us who are somewhat evolved, we can say, hey, that has nothing to do with me. I'm a straight white male, cis white male, but it matters to me what happens to my non-white neighbors. Right. It matters to me what happens to the LGBT non-straight neighbors. It matters. It has to matter because, you know, we all do better when we all do better. And so here we are having my my instinct from a child is to be compassionate mm-hmm. and say, I'm not like you or I have diff- there are differences between us, but your needs matter. And like, you know, Kennedy, MLK, whatever, all preached this. And now we really have a party and literally millions of people in the country who basically say, fuck you. What does that have to do with me? Right. 
It doesn't like, have anything to do with me. This doesn't impact me right now. If you'll excuse me, I'm going to go back to my social media on my right, phone. Right. And, but, and, and so here we – that level of moral development is so arrested. That is so young, I dare say. So mm-hmm. for us liberals – and again, you know, being one, it's easy to be biased, and I am. But the reason I relate to and promote liberal wishes and wants and progressive wishes and wants is because it's compassionate. And there is no higher form of being a human being than to have compassion for other people. And I would also argue this species is still alive today, or for as long as it can be, because of cooperation, because of the awareness and needs of other people. And you can measure people by what they do when they have nothing to be gained other than the feeling of doing good. Right. And so you act locally. You're doing good because it's the right thing for you. Right. But the ripple effect, the multiplicative effect of that, and the inspirational effect, you don't know who's watching you. Like downtown here in Brattleboro, if I – sometimes I do it and I cross the street when I shouldn't. But if I see a child standing on the corner and the little bird comes on that allows us to cross, I don't cross until it's okay to do that. Because I'm trying to say to the kid, right. you know, you can take your time. It's okay to stand here for a minute. And then we all do it like this. Right. I feel responsible. I don't know that kid. It's not my kid. Right. But he still try to inspire some level of, isn't that kind? Isn't that a good way to be in the world? I, you know what? I have to say, whenever I see somebody who has an impressionable mind, I make sure that I'm that I'm my posture is good and that I'm yes. upright and, yeah. and doing the right thing. Yeah. And so and what do you gain from that? Takes a village. It does. And like that mindset is the core of progressive values, the core of socialism that says, hey, is everybody okay? And when I argue with people about the the evils of socialism, I say, call it fairism. Are you against fair? Are you against equity? Really? I think the majority of what we have (laughs) running this country right now is. Yes, they very much are. So think, uh, you can think globally, you have to act locally. Because it's really where you can affect your change, right. and and hopefully that just bleeds on the way out. But we'll leave it there. And drink more Mocha Joe's coffee. <laughs> Brought to you by Mocha Joe's. <laughs> the spoon is. You can find out more about Mocha Joe's. Uh, they're doing some coffee tours. I think they're announcing fairly soon. If they oh, haven't nice. done that already, but you can go to mochajoes.com for more information. I've been Fish. I've been Steve the whole time. The entire time. Talk to you next week. More at theearspoon.com